Good morning. Today is Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. In the synagogue, every time we take out the Torah for the Torah service to read the Torah in shul, we place it back. And when we return to the Torah to the ark, we quote a verse from Tehillim, Yahallu Hashem Hashem ki niskav shemolavado. Praise the Lord, the name of God, because His name alone is sublime. It's revered. And then we add the following lines. Hodo al Eretz v'shamayim. God's majesty is above heaven and earth. Vayarem keren le'amo. And God raises up the horn of his people. What does it mean, the horn of his people? Well, presumably it means it's a metaphor for the Torah that is being risen up, that is being lifted up to carry back to the ark. For the glory of all of his beloved ones, devoted ones, Livnei Yisrael, for the children of Israel, Am Krovo, hallelujah. The Jewish people are described as Am Krovo, the people who are close to him. What does that mean? That we refer to God describing us as Am Krovo, the people who are close to him? At the beginning of this week's Torah portion, the Parsha B'Shalach, we learn, Vayihi B'Shalach Paro and it was when Paro sent out the people, so this is now finally the exodus, they have left Egypt. V'lonicham Elokim derach Eretz Plishtim. God did not guide the Jewish people in a direct line towards Israel, which would have led them along the area of the Plishtim, around the area of Gaza. If you want to go today from Egypt to Israel, the most direct route is to go from e- Egypt, cross the Suez Canal, and go northeast, and you'll pass through the area of the Plishtim, which is today around the area of Gaza, and Ashdod, and those areas, and you'll come into the center of Israel. That's the most direct route. God did not take the Jewish people that way. Though it was closer, because God said to himself, When we pass through the the land of the Pelishtim, it could very well be that there would be adversaries that there would be those who came out to fight against them. And it could be if the Jewish people, just having left Egypt, would have to face an enemy that did not want them there, then maybe they would lose heart and they would want to return to Egypt. And therefore, God caused the Jewish people to go in a different route. Now the truth is, we do not know very much about the route that the Jewish people traveled for 40 years in the desert. But it does appear, at least according to many opinions, that instead of going north-east directly to Israel, they went south-east somewhere down to the bottom of Egypt and crossed that sea and then somehow traveled through Saudi Arabia and Jordan in order to finally, after 40 years, end up 
on the eastern bank of the Jordan River. Again, there's a lot that is unclear with that exact route, but that does seem to be the way it was. And the question is, why go in such a circuitous route? So Rashi, in understanding the words kikarovhu, because it is near, though it is near, Rashi gives a geographic explanation, which is how I translated it for you, and says that they traveled through an circuitous route, because had they gone kikarovhu, had they gone straight, they would have encountered the plishtim, there would have been battles, and the Jews might have been demoralized and wanted to return to Egypt. The Das Zagenim is one of the classic commentaries to the Torah. And he understands this phrase, ki karov hu, not in geographical terms. Ki karov hu, the word karov, which literally means near, is also the word for relative. Hu karov lanu, he is our relative from the book of Ruth. What God is saying is when God led the Jewish people out of Egypt, he did not take them on the most direct route, ki karovhu, because God was their relative. God was their uncle, so to speak, who cared for them. And this has got nothing to do with the geography. It has to do with the closeness between God and the Jewish people. And since the Jewish people were not just normal individuals, strangers, God did not treat them like anyone else. God treated them as if he would treat his own relatives, his own family. In other words, when the Jewish people left Egypt, they left Egypt with God holding their hand and directing them and guiding them every step. And the truth is, when someone is holding my hand and directing me every step, I might very well think that the other way to go is the best way to go. But if I know that it's God who's holding my hand, and I know that God is holding my hand because he's treating me with, with dearness and with cherishing and with love, I'm going to follow God even though to my mind it does not seem like it is the right direction. And this is a lesson that God is teaching the Jewish people right here and it is a lesson that God teaches all of us and it is a difficult lesson to learn. A lot of things happen in life and we ask ourselves this doesn't make any sense. The way that I'm headed does not seem to be the direction that I need to get to. Why is this happening to me if it is causing me a detour in what I know to be the right direction I need to know? And that's when we need to remember ki karovhu, because God is our relative. God is taking us by the hand and leading us in a different way because he loves us. 
And just imagine for a moment, Rabbi Yisachar Fran asks us to imagine for a moment what must be going through the minds of the Jewish people leaving Egypt. They're leaving. They're in the desert. They had just left Egypt. They do have a basic sense of geography of which way it is. And everyone assumes that they're going to take the direct route. Why not take the direct route? That is most logical. And all of a sudden, God does something different. And God takes them in a way that seems the opposite direction. And they end up at a Yamsuf. And they are stuck against the sea. And they don't understand why would God have led us in a direction that is not the way that God is to Israel. And now we're at a dead end. And now we hear Paro's coming after us. And now we're stuck because Paro's army is in front and the sea which we cannot cross is in back of us. Why in the world would God have led us in this direction only to be at a dead end? Had God taken us on the direct route, we would not be in a dead end. We'd be able to travel straight all the way to Israel. And the answer to that question is, Kikarovu, God is your relative. God cares for you. And you may not see it now, but the direction in which God is leading you is exactly where you need to go. Because what was the result of that detour? What was the result of going in the wrong direction, in quotation marks, and ending up stuck at the Yamsuf, the result of that was one of the most momentous events, not only in the history of the Jewish people, but in human history. It is a day where those people who were there were never the same spiritually afterwards. Vayar Yisrael as Ayod Hagdolah at the Red Sea, God saw, the Israel saw the hand of God. And they feared God and they realized that Moshe was the true messenger of God. They came to a level of belief in God and a belief in Moshe as the authoritative intermediary to God that surpassed their spiritual level that they had reached in Egypt. Our sages say that their spiritual level at that moment surpassed even that of the prophets. Yechezkel ben Buzi, Ezekiel, did not reach a level of spiritual clarity and prophecy at that moment. That which they had said to themselves and thought to themselves that the way we're traveling is exactly the opposite direction that thought turned out to be 180 degrees different from the truth. They were going exactly where they needed to go. Rabbi Simcha Zissel was a great teacher in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And he says that there were two things our rabbis describe compare to the splitting of the Red Sea. There are two things where our rabbis say such and such is as difficult for God to do as the splitting of the Red Sea. Okay, the language is difficult to understand for us because what does it mean something is difficult? Why was the splitting of the Red Sea difficult or anything else? But in human terms, that's what the, our rabbis say. There, were, there are two other situations in life that are 
as difficult as the splitting of the Red Sea. One of them is a shiduch, to find a good mate for marriage. And you know, many people go through a lot of difficulty. We spoke about this just recently. Go through a lot of heartache. They go on dates and it doesn't work out and they get their hopes up and then they're dashed and, and, and there are all kinds of problems. And a lot of people, a lot of people suffer sometimes for many, many years and suffer heartbreak and suffer um, upset and depression. And not only the people involved, but sometimes their families are very upset and other people are upset and their friends that are worried about them. And a person could ask about themselves, what is this happening to me? You know, I thought I was a good person. How come nobody wants me? How come the one that I'm looking for doesn't seem interested? It's a, it, it is a period of great turmoil. For some people less, but for some people much, much more. And every one of us under those circumstances must keep in mind these words, ki karov hu. God is our relative. It may not be the shortest route, but it's the route that God wants us to experience because that is what is best for us. And it could very well be that we will only see this many, many years later. And it could be that we will never see it. But we have to be certain, ki karov hu, that's the only way to approach life. The other area of life where our sages say it is as difficult as the splitting of the Red Sea is Parnassah, is being able to earn an honest and sufficient income. And this affects all of us, again, more or less. But many, many people have difficulty with finances. And many times we ask ourselves, I ask myself, we ask ourselves, why am I having this difficulty? Why am I not able to be able to, to, to earn what I need? Just I'm not asking for luxuries, just the basic necessities, and it's not working out. What have I done wrong? Aren't I on the right path? Aren't I doing the right things to try to be able to get to where I want to be in finances? Why did I lose my job? Why was my pay cut? Why am I having all of these difficulties? And the answer is kikarovhu. God is our relative. God has his way of doing it. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we will not see it. Rabbi Yisachafran tells this story. It happened on September 7, 2001. There was a group of religious Jews who worked for a brokerage house in the World Trade Center. And on the Friday before September 11, 2001, they received their pink slips. They were fired. And they were told to return on Monday to collect their belongings and then to leave. This is a true story. People went home over Shabbos. What are we going to do? Lost my job. Where am I going to find another job? How am I going to support my family? have obligations, school tuition. These are religious Jews. They came on Monday morning to collect their belongings. The company treated them in a very not nice way. They had a security guard 
standing on top of them, making sure that they only took what was theirs and not anything for the company. Security got escorted them from the building. It's a quite humiliating experience, I can only imagine. And they're just feeling depressed and they're feeling upset. And they wake up on Tuesday morning, September 11, 2001. And they realize, I am the luckiest person in the world today. Now, of course, we have no answer for all of those who tragically lost their lives on 9-11. But there were individuals who the day before had thought that they were undergoing the worst trauma and they were being led in the opposite direction of where they wanted to go. And in that specific case, they were able to see the next morning. Wow, what God saved me from. Kikarovu. Often we don't have an answer. Often we don't see it. But once in a while we can see it in our lives. And this is the general way that God relates to us in our lives. Sometimes, rarely, we see it, maybe rarely, immediately, sometimes after a long period of time. Often we don't see it. But it is true nonetheless. A number of years ago, there was a terrible hurricane in Haiti that caused widespread destruction. Just one of a number of terrible tragedies that has afflicted that nation. And the first Sunday after the hurricane, there was a church. It was destroyed. And a couple of nail boards had been nailed together to make a small stage. And people were sitting on the ground. They had no clothing. They had no food. They had nothing. Everything they had had been destroyed. They were the weary remnant. And the preacher got up and the preacher said to them, if you are alive today, God has a plan for you. Kikarovu. You're going in a way that is the opposite of what you think is the way you need to go, you ought to go, you deserve to go. But please remember, Kikarovu, God is your relative, God loves you, and if God is directing you in this direction, it is because it is for your best interests. Maybe you'll see it. Maybe you'll see it in a long time. Maybe you won't see it. But it's true nonetheless. It is the truth in our Torah portion that the long way around provided unimaginable spiritual benefit to the Jewish people through the splitting of the Red Sea. And it may be hard to see, but it is the truth for us nonetheless. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.